0: All right, my talkers. Happy Monday. It is just after five o'clock. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia here, and we're going to get to some Hollywood news to start this five o'clock hour. Well,
1: you know, I remember. So we're remembering, you know, Matthew Perry and just really just thinking about how, I mean, he had so many credits on screen and. And then his hard off screen with his public advocacy on addiction. But as Chandler Bing, he just was iconic. Yes, he was and absolutely fantastic. And one of the things that um I think it was in the CBS Sunday morning, Matthew Perry and Michael J. Fox are the only two people to have had in one in this in one year. Matthew Perry did this in 2000 with the whole nine yards with Bruce Willis. Number one at the box office and then a number one TV show. Michael J. Fox did it with Back to the Future and Family Ties. I love it.
2: Oh, i didn't know it was the I family ties and,
0: and I, back to the future
1: yeah like. and we
2: were just talking about those two that's they're it. the only actors to have that distinction that's and a that's a record-keeping thing that's a deep cut our friend just went to barnes and noble and they're sold out of the matthew perry <laughs> book mm-hmm. for right, looking for it yeah. i'm gonna tell you it's a. um it'll be a nostalgia read now obviously but his voice and his struggle is real but he he dishes on everything mm-hmm. about when he dated Julia Roberts. Why wasn't that perfect? You know, he really <laughs> he dumps Julia he Roberts. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He it's, does write
1: very, I think, uh, one of the things I do remember reading a think piece because there were like people who got mad out of context about he made a comment about Keanu Reeves. Reeves that yeah, that was very overblown. Or something like that. I, I can't think is remember as I like punch piano or piano. I can't mm, even remember what when was it was it. over. Look at
2: O'Brien if you I don't will. mind.
1: Yeah, and then he said he, he didn't realize that that was a diss, and he said, you know, I I, I didn't. He, he apologized uh, for it, but he um, about the whole addiction piece of the of his story is, Which is
2: that a huge piece of his. Yeah, life. huge. His life. The big
1: terrible thing yeah. in the title of his book but he does um i'm trying to think what my train of thought here was was it julia roberts about oh women about how he just took it all back to his parents split up when he was so young and then he was shuttling back and forth he felt very unstable when it came to him and that really he was like chandler being kind of neurotic, insecure, insecure, not really sure that he felt lovable. It was easy to tap into that for him. And so maybe that is to why people really were drawn to him the most, because like he showed the most inside while also being the hardest on the outside.
2: That that makes sense. And the thing like Frank Azara, Azara who was on? What was he's a factor. mad about you? Yeah, mad, mad about, about, you. about you. dog rocker. Yes, and he's been on other things. <laughs> other things and he yeah. um and Matthew were very good friends when they were young in Hollywood, coming up together. And he talks. He posted something that was very. It was yesterday. It was like seven minutes. Hank above. was
1: twenty one and Matthew was sixteen, so Hank was going to the liquor store and they go party together. <laughs> yeah. And they would
2: go. Matthew, the first time he drank, he said, "Oh my god, I finally feel like I'm 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 okay. I can sit still." yeah mm-hmm. you wow. know i mean he struggled that yeah, much yeah, yeah. So like, but i get but it so and then hank goes on to say yeah we drank a lot together but matthew was the one who drove me to my first aa meeting and we missed a lot of years because oh. we missed matthew in the lost years yeah, you know because okay. he was really hardcore addicted and he would try
1: he would Everything. try rehab he would try things Everything. and he would get sober and then oh, yeah yep. Yeah,
0: he was a classic on and off. I mean, then we yep. saw that, like we said in Friends, it was either pills or booze, mm-hmm. on, off, and he was skinnier, skinnier fat. But what you're talking about in reference to Keanu Reeves and yeah. what he said in his memoir, he said, it always seems to be the really talented guys who go down, Perry wrote. Why is it that the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still works among, yeah. or walks among and us. Yeah,
2: and that, he, was pretty, and it was, that was pretty But he harsh. apologized yeah, and he, he, he did, meant he it in a different way yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah, was something. out of context. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think all memoirs, when we get the early, you know, headlines, are all taken out of context. We know this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have
1: to read it in in the voice and the storytelling of how it all happened. His book yeah. is a
2: really good read, though. Yeah. Wow, well, be it's so sad. more it's important.
1: So... And he even said, I think it was to um, George Stephanopoulos, he said, I know it's going to be friends that I'm written about, but I hope that people remember that I was here to help and i know i've helped people with my story of recovery and and i'm walking the walk and talking the talk and doing it that's what i really want to be remembered for but i know i won't be
0: yeah And, and oh sorry I just want to say going back to the whole Reeves thing. So what he said was it was a stupid thing. It's taken out of his future printings of his book. So he had it taken out. It was a mean thing to do. And he said that he laments in his book that the former his former co-stars River Phoenix and Chris Farley had died while Reeves was walking among us. I pulled his name because I live on the same street, and I've apologized publicly to him. And he said that he apologized in person to yeah, Reeves. Yeah. If I ran in, if I ran into the guy again, I would apologize ten times over. Right. It was just stupid. Yeah. He said, "quote so.
1: That kind of makes me think that Matthew Perry really, you know, didn't have um, like a writer shaping his book as much as he was. Oh really no, he, it was out there.
2: Re- he was raw. You he, felt yeah. it. You felt like he was raw. Here's a. Um, he He has the song, which I love. Peter Gabriel was just here at the Excel center. Mm-hmm. my A friend of mine went and said it was amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. But his song, which I still have from his solo album, so, is "Don't Give up featuring Kate Bush. so when kate bush was Bush was having the Renaissance because of stranger things, yeah. I didn't even know that song. This is the song I know for her because she sings a duet. With Peter Gabriel, and this was his favorite song, "Don't Give Up."
1: Matthew Perry, yeah. So okay. here we go. All right,
2: and I don't know why that song is stuck with me, but it's "Don't Give Up." You know, you're okay. Beautiful
1: song. It's, it's the
2: most gorgeous song. It's Peter Gabriel and Kate, um, featuring Kate Bush. Don't give up. Give up. Mm-hmm. And his their harmonies together. It's it's one of those. Mo- I you know me and my yeah. balance. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. this one moved me, and right, I've had it on lyrics. my playlist forever. Oh. And I'm. It's just. He was a good guy, yeah. and I think his body just gave out on him from all the wear and tear of. I mean, like he should have died a million times. And when he says that in his memoir, I should be dead. He, he says yeah. that a number in the of very times. Yeah. yeah, I mean, his everything blew up on his body. He had so many stomach surgeries, you know. He couldn't stop smoking you know I just yeah it's a lot yeah poor guy oh the poor I feel family. I The
1: family and a lot of people have been coming out of the woodwork in Hollywood people that have worked with him for a long time his pickleball coach oh. the friends co-creators Marta Kaufman and David Crane um, Justin Trudeau Gwyneth Peltrow posted a shot of him apparently they had a magical summer, summer stock theater yeah. romance and I own Sky from Say Anything. They were good buddies. Kathleen Turner, was, who portrayed Chandler's mother, she yeah, was his mother, in, yes, on in Friends, yes. And and um, and then Evette uh, Nicole Brown, Shannon Doherty, Elizabeth Hurley, Fran Drescher, just all kinds of people, and and I'm sure that the whole the rest of the cast of Friends is just absolutely. Devastated. Oh, I'm sure they're
2: devastated. Jennifer su- Aniston was the one. Who kept in touch with him the most and also confronted him and said, We all know you're (laughs) drinking on the set. Go get help.
0: Yeah. By the way, Kathleen Turner. The dad actually played her. His dad. That's right. That's right. dad. It's Such a great episode when they go to tell Kathleen Turner Mm -hmm. she's working in Vegas at a cabaret, and and he wants to tell his dad that they're getting married and invite her. Oh, it is a great episode because
1: Morgan Fairchild, yes, Yes. was the mom, mom. and he had a transgender dad. Yes, yes. yes.
0: Oh, that's one of his favorite episodes, which we've got coming up here shortly. But yes, the 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 one with Chandler's dad. That's what it was called.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I just and his parents, oh, you know, uh, you know. I forgot the dad was on Flamingo Road he, and Falcon so nice. Crest.
2: Oh, he's beautiful, and you can see in his dad's beautiful face that we all recognize his son.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much, very Kinda much. Kind of like so. Chris
2: Pine's dad was mm-hmm. an actor, and they were both beautiful. It's Matthew Perry and his dad are both gorgeous, and his dad he had to reconcile with his dad because his dad abandoned abandoned him, him. and his mom when she was twenty one years yeah. old and he was nine months old.
1: Yeah, Elliot Gould had some really nice mm-hmm. thing. He played Jack Geller and became, you know, Chandler's father-in-law mm-hmm. when you know he married that married Monica. And
2: back to Frank Azaria. Yeah, he said, "I there's no one funnier." We would start a day and we, he'd be spinning a story, and then he would make it work into every conversation mm-hmm. and finalize it at night, <laughs> and we'd be peeing our pants. He was always entertaining and oh. always funny. Sober, straight, whatever you know, drunk. Yeah, just. A life too short.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
2: And I think this, for people who are struggling with addiction, it is a disease. Oh. It is a flat-out disease. It's, it's the worst
1: one of all, and it's, I think.
2: Yeah, and it's just, you know, there's seek out AA or something like I that him, yeah. and and keep going. Yeah. You know, they always say in the meetings, and I know this. Yeah, because, not give up. Not no, keep give coming up. back. Yeah, it keep worked. coming back. It mm-hmm. works. So anyway, it's just
1: yeah he he said i you know he said this was his twenty twenty two people cover story. He said, I give myself credit for being sober today for caring about others for never giving up, helping people as much as I do. That's probably my favorite thing about myself
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah so I
0: mean, he's he's done it, and I don't mean to get too personal here, but for myself, I've been through a lot of the same addictions he's you, been through yeah. and that is why I connect to him so well. Yeah. Um, I have always, I mean, I didn't know at the time when I was watching it. Well, and then okay, as I was, I was going so. through it and mm-hmm. re-watching those episodes, I could tell. Yeah. And then wow. learning about his struggle and, and honestly, his openness about it, always kind of because I was so connected to his character and to that group, it made me feel better about it in a weird oh. way. It really did. Nice. And so... He I you know I hope his work continues and I'm sure it will some way shape or form. Well but, I
1: mean it's yeah. friends we have forever yeah. you know and it's never it's as popular as it ever was. Yes. It's like stuck in a time warp. Yeah. I it must be how the strangest thing those
2: guys because even oh, it's though you you don't see each other and your part you had this, this huge magical ten, moment, 10, ten years, years in time, where you were That's on right. top of everything. And you were. You, none of you were big before. That's right. You, you all, all came except for Courtney together. She
1: yeah, to right. danced
2: with Bruce Streets. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. Hey, everybody. Uh, we think you should get to the airport early and enjoy yourself before you go. And, you know, we just ended up MEA weekend, but we've got a lot of holiday travel coming up. And people are going to want to know when you're traveling out of Terminal 2, the MSP Reserve Program is still going. Yay. Where you can schedule an appointment online at Terminal 2 um, to go through the TSA line. So and you reserve your time. You reserve your time to go through the line. Got it. So there's appointments um, for passengers daily from 3.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. That's the and busy then, time. And, and then 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Availability is limited. Please reserve your spot early to get a preferred appointment time. And all this is on MSPAirport.com. They have the most informative, useful, user-friendly website you're ever going to find. And always pre-book your parking to save money. It's all there at MSPAirport.com.
3: This is a MyTalk Dirt Alert
2: all right, Grant.
1: I don't know what kind of dirt we have on this Monday. It's uh, just Matthew Perry and Milo Ventimiglia getting How about married. How Milo getting married? How rude. He How- didn't even tell us. I
0: know. I'm kind of embarrassed, but hey. Well... You know? I like
1: it that he married a thirty-eight-year-old woman.
0: Oh, and that's close. Got to be close to his age. He's forty-six. That's works. I am just so I don't know why I like that, but I like it. I like it too. Yeah. I do too. But what I wanted to do take a little bit of a detour today. I know yeah. normally we go with like the dirt of what's going on, but let's just take a moment to remember some of Matthew Perry's to him what his favorite episodes in Friends were, and I have some fun scenes from each of those episodes oh, that we can go I through. Love so it. the first one being the one with the blackout. This This is from the first season, and this is where a New York City blackout happens, and Chandler is trapped in an ATM vestibule. With a
1: Victoria's Secret model called Jill Goodacre. and She's married to Harry Connick Jr., but this is before she's married to Harry. Was, she's just a babe. I did not even know who she was. Yeah, I, isn't I, she gorgeous? Oh,
0: absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. But it's it's a funny scene where him and Joey have this own language to communicate. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener hosted the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is
0: Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop
0: a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With each other and I'll let the scene do the
1: talking. Oh, would you
0: like to call somebody? Yeah. About 300
1: guys I went to high school with. <laughs> that's a voice in
3: his head. <laughs> would you... Winner.
2: I have no idea what you just said.
3: Put Joey on the phone. <laughs> What's up, man? A <laughs> <an ATM> <laughs> <with> Jill. <laughs> oh
2: my god. He's trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jill Gooding. <laughs> <laughs> <That's- laughs> she was everything. Every Victoria's Secret. She was the original model. Uh, don't you remember she was everything laurie
1: yeah i don't know if she's oh, she, was she was one the of the original one. models yeah yep. one of the victoria's secrets yes
0: yes yeah, so now moving on from that episode this one is a two-part episode that took place right after the super bowl and it's uh the one after the super bowl it's called it's in season two is this the
1: julia roberts this one? is the
0: julia roberts one so uh marcel was ross's monkey and he was doing a movie on a set <laughs> that was also starring julia roberts <laughs> And uh, yeah, Julia Roberts came on and they saw each other and they were friends in high school. So she,
1: and she was like playing a version she of herself. She was playing a version okay. of herself
0: on this set. And so they were down there. They run into each other. He's like, oh, my God, you're beautiful. She remembers that he did a big prank on her when they were in grade school. So she tricks him to go on a date and does this to him while he's on a date. And here we go. <laughs> Joey? Mother? Ma? He's trapped in a bathroom right now. Joey!
3: Chandler? What are you still doing here? I thought you guys took off. Oh, no, 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 she took off. With my clothes! (laughs) Are you naked in there? Well, not exactly. (laughs) I'm wearing panties.
2: That's always a funny
3: Uh, You, uh, you always wear panties? (laughs) No, no. This is the first time. (laughs) Wow talk about your bad luck
0: So, yeah, she tricked him into having a little bathroom fun time. Because he
1: did a prank on her when she was a kid, kid. or something. Yeah, yeah, he
0: pulled up her skirt on the stage at their school play when they were younger. <gasps> so he went into the bathroom. Yes. She convinced him that they were going to have some hanky-panky. Yes. Took his clothes and ran. So moving yeah. on to the next one. We're going to skip this one. It's not as funny, but it's the one where Eddie moves in. It's his. It's a, It's a. when Joey moves out. He gets a big part in a, in a soap opera. So he gets his own apartment. And this episode really tro- shows the true dynamic of Joey and Chandler's relationship. Is this
1: when they're moving the couch? Ah, uh, no, a th- that's one. a
0: different episode. But this one I'm just gonna ignore because it okay. doesn't, it, it's the clip is not as good, but we're gonna go down with time to the one where no one's ready. And this was one of the most famous ones where Ross has a big speech. He's trying to get everybody ready to go for this. this. What
1: season are we in? Like, we are in season three, three of this four? one.
0: Yes, yeah, season three. And Joey uh basically gets upset because Chandler takes his spot on the couch, and so they fight over this spot on the couch and they start having this battle. And I'll let this okay. scene do the talking.
3: Where's my underwear? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> come on, come on, what? You took his underwear? He took my essence. Okay, oh, That's hold the on. couch. <laughs> Joey, why, why can't you just wear the underwear you're wearing now?
0: Because I'm not wearing any underwear now.
3: <laughs> okay, um, then why do you have to wear underwear tonight? It's a rented tux, okay? not going to go commando in another man's fatigues. <laughs> Well, then it looks like somebody's going to have to give somebody back his cushions. Okay. You hide my clothes. I'm going to do the exact opposite to you.
0: So now, Joey goes and puts on every single pair of clothes that, Ro- that Chandler has.
2: Oh, oh, that's... I remember that. What do you, remember? What are do you going to show me my clothes? <laughs> hey,
1: opposite is opposite.
3: He's got nothing!
0: He's got every single pair of clothes Chandler has on his body right now. Okay, buddy boy, here it is. You hide my clothes? I'm wearing everything you own.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God! That is so not the opposite of taking somebody's underwear. Look at me. I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? (laughs) That's funny. funny. Maybe if I wasn't going, commando. (laughs) I'll tell you it's hot with all this stuff on i uh i better not do any i don't know lunges <laughs> He's pretty
0: funny. Oh, such a good episode. The whole episode takes place in their in the apartment. As Rock. I said, Ross is trying to get everybody no out. No one's ready. No one is ready. <laughs> so now the one with the embryos. This is where Ross and Rachel, or excuse me, Chandler and Joey claim to know more about Monica and Rachel and the infamous, you know, where they play the game against who knows each other the best. They do a little bit of a lightning round. And this is where the famous Chandler bong comment comes out. Gentlemen, pick your category. Fears and pet peeves.
3: What is Monica's biggest pet peeve? Animals dressed as humans. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies?
1: Same category.
3: According to Chandler, what phenomenon scares the bejesus out of him?
2: Michael Flatley, lord of the dance.
3: (laughs) That is correct. Irish jig guy? His legs flail about as if independent from his (laughs) body. Gentlemen, your pick. It's all relative. Monica and I had a grandmother who died. You both went to her funeral. Name that grandmother. Uh, She has a real name. (laughs) Althea! Althea! What are you doing? I took a shot. You're shooting with Althea! Althea uh, is correct. By shooting! <laughs> we'll take literature!
0: Here we go.
3: Every week, the TV guide comes to Chandler and Joey's apartment. What name appears on the address label? Oh,
2: this weekend.
1: Oh, Chandler gets it! It's Chandler B!
3: No! I'm afraid the TV guide comes to Chanandler Bong. <laughs>
2: Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Actually...
1: I knew that! Rachel, use your head!
0: Actually, it's Miss janander <laughs> Miss... And that came out in season four, oh, the one wow. with the embryos. Another one that he loved was the one with Chandler in a box. That's the Thanksgiving episode where yes. Joe, he falls in love with Joey's girlfriend. They have an affair, and then he makes him sit inside the box. Another big one was the one where everyone finds out about them, about being Chandler and Monica's affair in
1: London. Oh, and yeah. They, London wedding. Yes, yeah, and yeah. they
0: play back and forth where basically Phoebe tries to hit on Chandler and pushes him to the brink till he finally says, I love Monica. I love Monica. And then Monica comes out of the bathroom. Everybody's crying and scene. And that is his favorite mm-hmm. episodes of friends. Oh,
2: so, thanks yeah. for sharing. That. Yeah. That was yeah. good.
1: Yeah. All yeah. Right. A little memory. Lane. You'll be missed. We'll be back. Yes. So I was so happy that, um, you know, I never know, Julia, when you're doing your research for your random thoughts or you're just doing your, you know, daily yes. g- daily gaze of um, what's happening in and around... Um, what I'm going to pick? Hollywood, yeah. I was so glad that you didn't bring this story because it really uh, does belong in Sex Monday. But this is a news flash for Hollywood executives. Young people, specifically young people ages 10 to 24, are Gen Z. They are looking for less sex scenes in
2: television... And movies, and this is from a study that UCLA did. Can I tell you the study? hmm The bigger part of the study? Yep. Young people aren't interested in having sex. Well... That was the genesis of... I mean, that was like the summary of the study that I read, I think it... That is the clickbait headline...
1: Okay. Out of that okay. study uh, from UCLA, because... Um, They specifically wanted to look at Gen Z, which they're defining as 10 to 24. And they had 1,500 people involved in it. And what they found with this study is that um, almost half of those kids felt that romance in media as a storytelling that is overused... 40% of people would like to see depictions of friendships or things that aren't going anywhere. Uh, 50% reported that sex is not necessary to the majority of TV and movie plots. There's a complete, this Gen Z feels, this is what the study authors are saying, that there's a complete lack of, of platonic relationships that are ever shown in American movies or television. Television. Okay. That the story always has to be the uh, romantic romantic way. What's going to happen? What is that thing? Um, They also, um, you know, like, because they kind of were thinking, okay, euphoria, idol, you know, maybe... Are Gen Z? Are the young people really just kind of that? Like it, sex doesn't even make it. You know, they're like does about right, it right. or whatever. Blast. In fact, they know they they think there's too much of it, and it's too much of a story. And that most of them are that's not their that's experience. Not their reality. Yeah, and so they're like, why? Well, I can
2: see in those two shows completely. That's yeah. cause That was gratuitous and.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. And that, that, that was just something that the UCLA, they were like, oh, we want to, you know, explore specifically that age group. And they think Gen Z teens, they think there's too much sex and that they're not showing enough platonic or they're not showing that there are other ways that people have friendships, friendships that is deep and meaningful, that it's a tired trope that Hollywood relies on.
2: I don't know that I even see it that much anymore in films. I see more shooting and killing and all that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking of the deer story that Bridget Everett. But you
1: have to remember what are 10 to
2: 24 last thing year old is consuming knew about you, and watching. On Netflix Wednesday.
1: Uh, Outer Banks. I mean, you oh. think about I mean, I have to put on put my on your, shows. Because my, <laughs> you're in the. Lori <laughs> is true. a Gen Z. That's true. In okay. my viewing. In She'll my viewing. Yes. 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 Yes, I am Julia. I rely on a lot of, you know, but anyway, there is, I think that they like, I think like the CW is really pretty good about being how they show that. I mean, they came up with, you know, all American. So it just depends, but I don't know. Anyway, this UL- UCLA study, they're just Gen Z, when they're they up want- and coming and ready to make their movies, they're not going to rely on sex as a way to sell the movie. They would like to see more content depicting friendships and depicting platonic relationships.
2: All right, I'm going to change my screen mm-hmm. um, play right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I- well, just like in the way that it was uh, so refreshingly, shockingly unusual Barbie movie, you know, it was What's purely female-centered, yeah. gaze and Wow, we've never seen that before. That was amazing. Why? Because we've never seen it before. Right. I get it. I get it. So yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Now I have a little love hack for long uh relationshipped people. Okay. Uh this is kind of an interesting study that I came about as I was perusing the journal of psychophysiology.
2: Again. <laughs> Again, Your favorite,
1: my favorite, but, <laughs> but I'm Blaggers. always on the lookout for a love hack yes. for people okay. who have, um, you know, been in longer
2: term relationships. You just need over hours. 10 years
1: yeah. over, we'll say over 10 yeah. years, um, how to keep it fresh, what how to do? keep it fresh. And one of the freshest ways, this is a love hack. You guys, one okay. of the freshest ways that you can do that, um, is to look at photos together. Reminisce about a trip, look at pictures of you guys when you were at blah, blah, wherever you were. And by looking at photos together, it makes the other, oh, yes, it brings up this, what we call it, romantic nostalgia. There's no other ways to put it. And sometimes when people have been together for over 10 years, 20 years, whatever it might be, you kind of get into just sort of the day-to-day and you lose your love glow gaze.
2: Yes, I get it. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Remember what we did here and how much fun we had? Yes. And it would just take you down this great memory lane to remember where you were at when you were at Stonehenge or whatever it is. it
1: increases your infatuation, your attachment, your marital satisfaction. And I will say that my... Dad was always a big believer because I was really thinking about my dad. A Facebook memory popped up that ten years ago we went on our Tanzania trip. Oh my god, was it ten years, Lori? Ten years oh. ago, and I, I was gone for Halloween or whatever. Just it was a great, great uh, trip. But um, my dad always, when he and his wife would go on any kind of a vacation, not maybe, maybe not like if they would just go to. Mexico for a sure, month, sure. which kind of became a usual, but if they went to Hawaii for a trip or Europe or like tan a special trip, my dad would make a they would book. make a book together and they'd create little things, but it was like this very really romantic sweet. thing, and then they had it, but I remember my dad I went up and saw him, and he had created a Tanzania safari book. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to get one of those from dad for Christmas. You know, oh, he'll made he'll have made me one, too, because this is a love thing that he does with his wife. The only thing I really want, I thought, I, and I, I just said, dad, I can't believe you didn't make me a safari yeah. thing. And he's like, oh, and like a week later, I had a duplicate of his.
2: That's right. Really of his
1: book, but he and his wife, that was like a thing that they did. I like did. that. Which
2: picture should we put in? Which should we include? Yeah, and then we can have it and I don't know. Because so, picture books used to be what we would spend albums. so much yeah. time looking yeah. at. Yeah. And now it's all on her phone, and you don't spend time sharing those moments together anymore, yes. with and your when, children or with right. your siblings or with your lovers. And
1: it's a low effort activity that can bring love back to a relationship that might just be just chugging along, you know, and you haven't really. That's
2: just an easy one. It's I easy, mean time consuming, but but easy. Low effort. No,
1: low effort. Just for what it's just. I a, love that. It's just a very it's just a little therapy non-therapy love hack. The courtesy of my ability to wade through the journal of psycho Sorry, you're Physiology. so generous.
2: You give her you. You know the <laughs> thing I will say about that is that we are in a point where I used to love to get my pictures back from Proax or wherever mm-hmm. I took them. Loved it. Always duplicates. They had the negative I loved getting the pictures back and going through them. The anticipation of those photos mm-hmm. you took, whereas now everything's so instantaneous, and then you forget about it.
1: Well, you can do the little app where remind. Would you like you to could, send this to Walgreens? Yeah, or wherever? you could, yeah. and you can
2: also create a different photo mm-hmm. if you're going on a trip together, so they're all there, and you don't have to go yeah. through it. Yeah, and so I, I when
1: I read that, I said to Casey, I said, I know you're annoyed. About uh, the Vikings, but later we're going to look at some photos. (laughs) I'm just kidding. He, <laughs> he was like just. It
2: was. It was a. It was. I mean, last week. I think it was sad for me for him too, because last week Monday Night Football, he played his best game ever. Don't you oh, think, Grant? Yeah. Oh, and, and then it... to have your best game yeah, ever for I you. Know.
0: He's statistically the best quarterback was the best quarterback in the NFL going into the
1: game yesterday. Okay, again, that's classic Viking. Yes, yes it is. That is, is classic He's Viking
0: the behavior. In the NFL,
2: Maybe you know down. who is going to come out of retirement.
1: Uh,
0: you know what a. a.
1: A lot of people are talking about that.
2: Thomas Brady. Brady. There oh, please, fo- we don't want that <coughs> guy oh, we here. we would take him oh, for a year. Oh, we We've, taken take yeah. We've taken Brett Favre. We've taken Brian take McManahan or whatever Chicago Bears. More right. and We've taken all the oldies. Yeah. Yeah. We have.
0: We are the Recycle Center we for are.
2: Quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> yeah. We are. Yes.
1: All right. Boy, we, that's a really good. That's I like that. Romantic nostalgia. Yeah. Practice some romantic nostalgia. Cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of a haunting mm-hmm. cover, right, of Dancing in the Dark, Biz Coletti. And if you're watching the morning show on Apple Plus, uh, episode eight dropped on Wednesday night. And this song was the, the song that was played over and underneath for like the last five minutes of the show as some big things are falling into place and moves are happening. It was, it was just, it, it gave this whole different meaning to that song, the way the Biz Kleddy, things it and i was just like at one point i was like don draper
2: is that you (laughs) Lori there's only eight episodes
1: yeah was that the finale that was was the finale
2: it says yeah i
1: think that's all that's aired new episodes i think it's total of 10 i hope on apple yeah, it was I an epic episode. Oh
2: my god. Well, there has to be another episode. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Based on the ending of it, I would think there would be. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. Um It was really good. So I believe no, there's sorry, that's it. Was that
2: no, it? Was that, that,
1: that no. Oh yeah, you're well, right. Yeah, it, it has, is with you're the right. stage
2: set for another season of high stakes drama and compelling stories. Fan of the morning show choking... can
1: <gasps> So that was this that was the cliffhanger. That was it. Yeah. Left us on a big cliffhanger. A lot of things hanging. A lot of things dangling from that morning show, Cliff.
2: Wait, yeah. Oh, I you know? love that idea. Yeah, because usually
0: they were 10 episodes. Nope, mm-hmm. here we go. Episode 9 is November 1st. Okay. There is one. Yeah. More. There wow. is more. There's two uh, more. Two oh, more. God. That's a
1: 10-episode yes, series. Yes, we've got Update
0: Your Priors is All the right, next name of the goodness. next episode. And then the show,
1: the spooky show, because we watched The Fall of the House of Usher, so I was like, let's watch another spooky show. MGM Plus, another streaming service apparently we have. Okay. I don't know from.
0: That's my favorite show. That is my that is my Grant, same, what do we watch it on? It's you have to have, have MGM it, you have Plus. It comes part of Freebie. It comes part of Prime. MGM I have Prime. Yeah. So if you have Prime, MGM is a part of Prime Studios now. Yeah. It used to be under um. Oh, I can't. I can't remember exactly, but this that epic. epic. It was epics. Okay, it's
2: called from. What's it about? It's scary. It is a creepy
0: show. Think of Lost, which one of the main characters, Michael from Lost, the gentleman who is the main guy in the show. Remember, who was always looking for his son, Walt. He's the so. Think of the idea of you have this town. And once you drive into, into town, town, you never you can leave. never leave. And not only that, at night it gets scary it, as hell. Yeah, it gets beyond spooky. People who spooky. look like
1: nice people are there to eat you. Don't open alive. the door. Don't open the windows. It's gotta, a, it's. We watched ten episodes I'm, from Friday night until last night. And there's two seasons. Yeah, I know. So, oh, I'm so happy you're into the show. I it's. Am, right up my alley and it's a yeah that is just a wild wild show but yeah casey was like yeah we got a new we got an mgm plus and i said i remember when epics had we watched the show godfather of harlem that was really quite good with um Forrest Whitaker. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple other shows, yes. and then we didn't see much on it. But anyway, so From. Right. From's got
0: 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Harold Perunui. Perunui. Per- 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 he per- was no. from yeah.
1: Lost. Yeah, that's why I love it. He's Michael from Lost. Oh, yeah, He was so out.
2: creepy on Lost. Oh, and was- you
1: know, he got screwed on Lost he- by... Production, yeah, because he like became too popular of a character. He won an
0: Emmy in the first season, I believe. Right, and then they kind of wrote him out of the story. That was
1: a very bad uh, experience for people that worked on that show. Oh, I remember, and they filmed it in Hawaii, and and yeah, there were uh, there was just a lot of icky stuff going on, and people were kind of helpless, and they were like you said, far away because they were filming it. Such, Hawaii. A
0: such a good but from is the closest thing that i have if you're a lost fan it is the closest thing to loss that i have felt i
1: don't since, even put it in that same category oh. because it's got
0: the horror element that's what makes it different but it's also kind of like the black smoking loss but you're right way scarier way this is way the, the and people, it makes
1: more sense the way the you're just trying to live day to day and survive the night. The night, you know?
0: survive the night. They and should,
1: people whisper to you, just, oh, yeah, They're, just,
0: not they're, they're knocking on your door and they're and just no, like, it's a little girl that. being like, hey. And there's another little girl in a room and she's like, hey, just let me in. Yeah. I want to play with you. I just want to hang out and play dolls. And meanwhile, so you have to watch your kids at night so that they don't open up the windows because once the windows open, it's yeah. it's done.
2: Oh, You're for, done. For right now. Oh, I hate that. Awesome. All right, it's perfect for you guys. Yes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: love it. Perfect Thank for you.
2: you guys. Okay, so tonight on the two Boruski. Yes, it's it's game three of the World Series. Yes, one to one and one. Very good. They're moving to Arizona tonight from Texas, okay. so that's mm-hmm. happening. We also have um, Monday Night Football. The Detroit Lions are playing the Vegas Raiders. They should kick their butts. Mm-hmm. Um, watch What Happens Live is Josh Gad and Andrew Reynolds. 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 Book of Mormon. Yep. He's funny. Mm-hmm. The Voice, part four, is happening. Um, there's another thing happening on PBS about the end of disco. I feel like we know oh. the story, what oh, happened. Oh, yeah, at the Neil sh- Justin wrote about this. Yeah, and it's on PBS. Tonight. Tonight, Tonight. Um, The end of disco. Yeah, it, it, that's not the name of it, but oh, it has something. Disco Demolition Night? No. Yes. Is that be it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. that's the name of it, but mm-hmm. it's on PBS. And then the only other thing I wanted to say is, you know, while that... Friday, Five Nights at Freddy's made 130 million at the box office. It nah. was the very first time that the movie, and it was on Paramount Plus. Yeah, they
1: streamed it. They theater. did at the
2: same time in the theaters. People are choosing how they want to have their experience, and and people have been so afraid. Theaters, studios have had letting this happen, yeah. and they said um, most theaters would have outright refused yeah. to book a title already available in home but it's changed that and um, they're very happy. Yeah. Disney
0: Disney did it with Black Widow and they both brought in about they both tied a record. So this mm-hmm. was the not the first time it's happened. Disney did it also with Black Widow, but Black Widow charged a $30. Yeah. Disney charged a $30 rental fee whereas this one was available for free on the subscription-based service where you don't right. have to pay extra. And let's face that it, let's
1: face it: junior high and high school kids have a better chance of making out in a movie theater than at home. <laughs> but
2: they don't want to make out anymore. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just
1: saying, but yeah, I think they, don't they, they might, uh, they're just holding hands with their platonic friends. There you go. Oh,
0: remember my make movie theater mess up? Yes. I ran into her older sister at breakfast on Sunday funny. and she's like, Grant, I can't believe you said that story. Oh my <gasps> God, was that funny. bad? Oh. Uh,
1: Everybody learns the hard way on the radio about oversharing something that people can easily identify who it is. Yes,
0: yes. Do you guys you know? want to go out with one more quote from Chandler? Yes, yes let's this do is it. cool. So this is yeah, when Chandler does. and 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 Joey were going to move out because Chandler was going to start moving in with Monica, and it's just a little dialogue between the two. It'll make you cry. Hey, you know what? Maybe we should keep him here with you. What? Yeah, I mean, if we got a lot going on right now, and plus, here they'd have their own room.
3: I could get a goose. <laughs> you know, I, I think you're set with the poultry. <laughs> Thanks, man. You hear that, you guys? You're going to get to stay here. And, and it's good. Right here. You know, because uh, now you have a reason to come visit. I think there may be another reason.